A major life change, such as divorce or the death of a spouse, can take an emotional and financial toll on you, may also require you to reevaluate and even adjust your saving and spending habits as well as your lifestyle. Today, we will look at planning to be on your own. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Welcome to Money Matters USA, the name of this podcast and the name of the fiduciary for Firm founded and managed by Fred Sade. He's the managing director of the firm, Money Matters USA. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and a retirement specialist. He helps so many and has helped so many people get to retirement. And that's what he devotes this podcast to, the, the best retirement strategies. Of course, with his clients in each one, he takes a custom approach. Hey, Fred, good to be back with you again. Same here. By the way, Fred has a, the uh, this in video form, too, separate topics. It's a whole separate production. It looks great, and you should check it out, Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. You've got the YouTube channel, and also it's up on a lot of the social media, too. You're everywhere, Fred, basically. That's, that's great. That's the whole idea. <laughs> you know, I love that you are, I mean, you cover and, and look at retirement from all the angles. And, and we're going to look at what would be a really huge life change during your retirement. And that's either uh, if you lose a spouse or even if you get divorced and how that really will change your retirement. And obviously, and I know you've been through this with a lot of your clients, Fred, that you've had to help them adjust their retirement plan due to this big change? Yeah, uh, about 42% of my practice is with widows and divorcees. So yeah, you're right. I, I understand what their needs are and how unique their, their situations uh, become. So when I work with either a widow or a divorcee, uh, I immediately want to help them focus their thinking kind of broadly. And I, I, want to, I want to get them to think about how much do they believe that they can comfortably withdraw from their savings every year. And then I want to know how much access to their savings would they like for unexpected events. I asked them, is it important to leave money to their loved ones, children, grandchildren, uh, nieces, nephews, whatever the situation might be? And is it possible, based on the way their assets are diversified or not diversified, for them to be able to lower their taxes? I know uh, in, in a lot of times, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind when think, thinking of losing a spouse the one that's left behind is usually the woman. And, it, you know, I've heard it said that women have unique retirement needs. So what you're talking about today brings up so many questions in my mind, Fred. I mean, are these needs more intense for widows and divorcees? And, and did the pandemic make things worse for them? 
you know, I, that's a good question. And um, I, I did some research, and my research showed that from March of 2019 through January of 2020, deaths from the pandemic were 19% higher than normal. What I also found in, in my research is that the normal mourning and grief rituals were disrupted. And for many people, there just was no closure. They just couldn't get to finality. I also found that COVID-19 created an intense feeling of, of isolation. A lot of people were, were angry. They were grief-stricken. They had no way to, to share that or let, or let that out or to consult with anyone. And I also found that COVID-19 increased the sense of isolation and loneliness, couldn't meet with friends, couldn't meet with, with family. So, I mean, the impact was, was, was enormous. And I know uh, from further research that, that women live longer. They have longer lifespans. Mm -hmm. And because they live longer, they're going to have higher health care costs and probably longer long-term care costs. And when they do have long-term care episodes, if you want to play with averages, their average is longer. But, you know, nobody is average, but, the, but that's the average. And they have a potential for lifetime lower earnings, and that's going to limit their ability to save and invest. And then when they do get divorced, they may have some serious or significant financial setbacks as part of that divorce. Oftentimes, their late husband's or former husband's advisor, they want to continue with him. He Generally, it's a man and generally lacks empathy and understanding of their situation. It's usually the quote unquote, uh, I'm so sorry to learn that, which is really the an inappropriate response. Mm -hmm. But they don't know what the right response is, so they want to continue the financial plan as before, as if nothing has changed and, and everything has, has changed. Oh, yeah. Well, it sure has. I mean, it, it, I mean there are so many changes now. And and really, I know, of course, you, you don't know what to say, so you go, obviously, I'm sorry to hear that. But then you really yeah. need to roll up your sleeves, don't you? You know, you've sure. said on the video uh, cast that we do uh, that women are more social than men. And a lot of times that helps them to deal with retirement a little better. Uh, historically, men have a lot of their social um, ac activities have been related to the job. But also historically, <clears throat> the husband historically has handled the finances. So doesn't the widow then, ha she needs maybe some, if that's the case, a little financial education. And isn't the number one issue really to figure out where their, their income will come from? Yeah, right. The number one issue is is income. So where, where I normally start is what are all the sources that um, she's going to have for spousal benefits? And then what strategies can we put in place that's going to help them maintain their financial security after the loss of a spouse or of a partner. So uh, here, here is a case study. This is an actual situation from one of my clients. Now, I changed the, changed the name, of course, but the situation is real. So I want you to meet Jane. It's not her real name. She's 67 years of age. She retired one year ago at age 66. She was a paralegal. Mm -hmm. 
Her husband was a successful business executive, and he passed away uh, suddenly. And she was referred to me by one of my clients, uh, who was uh, a friend of hers, a very long standing. That at one time they were even college roommates. Now Jane is going to be able to file uh, f the, for the last time a, a joint return, and then she loses that ability, and then she has to file as as a single filer. There are no children in, in the household. They're all she's only got one adult child, so she can't claim head of household. Now, she had some assets on her own, and she, and she also inherited from her husband. So she has a total of $2 million in assets. They're all non-tax qualified. In other words, they're in after-tax brokerage accounts. Uh, the fixed expenses were $50,000, and that's ongoing. And last year, she, she withdrew another $40,000 from, from her portfolio, and her spouse uh, then withdrew another 20,000 more. The, the irony is, is that they were doing work in the house, uh, putting an addition on, redoing the kitchen. Interesting uh, how, how, oh, how, life, yeah. how, life, how life throws you yeah, spitballs. It really does. She uh, has, she, so um, that was the guaranteed income uh, and the total uh, really is 20,000 a year in social security. And she gets the uh, joint survivor at fifty percent pension benefit of fifty. So she knows she has seventy thousand uh, coming in on on a fixed uh, uh, basis. And um, and as I said, the two million dollar after tax portfolio. So that's exactly where we are, or, or where she was when she came to see me. Okay. So and you've you've so you've built that in. And mm -hmm. what she came to you with, uh, that's still untouched. It sounds to me like that's, yeah, that yeah. that that is correct. And and from from that, we have to figure out uh, what she's going to need uh, ongoingly. Even the fixed expenses at at fifty thousand, um, some of that. Is could possibly you know increase such as a utility bill uh, could very well uh, increase uh, the phone bill might or might not uh, increase the water bill probably increase the sewer bill probably increase but you know we're working with what are the fixed expenses at at this stage uh, of of the game and uh, she did take out as I said forty. Forty thousand. The, the twenty really. Um, that 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 was spent, but uh, and, and that was you know just. Um, well, I, I don't. I'll say it's a one-time event, but you never know. There could always be spending shocks. You know, she might need a new roof, or or she might decide to put uh, you know Generac in or solar power. You never know. Can't tell. So we're and and we'll go to a break here, but so it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. You've got Jane, and we're, I know we're going to continue with Jane's story. Yeah, uh, yeah. You've got her now at twenty thousand Social Security, and then the survivor's pension benefit of fifty thousand a year. That that is that is correct. Um, and, and the the twenty thousand, <clears throat> excuse me, is the survivor's benefit. So her. Uh, own work record benefit will will continue uh, to grow. 
and we'll then make a decision whether or not we want to switch uh, at, at age at age seventy. Uh, it's going to be a close call. Uh, well, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's I mean, see where we no go. Way, yeah, well, no way to know what Social Security will be like four years, uh, for, you know, from now or three years from now. So we'll see. Um, you know, like many people, she was confused uh, by the advice that she got from Social Security. And uh, this is a bugaboo area that the Inspector General of Social Security has talked about. Uh, and written it in their six-month reports, which which is when is it appropriate to take the spousal benefit as opposed to uh, the, the widow's benefit? Um, you wouldn't take spousal; you take widows uh, or uh, or your own or your own benefit. Um, I said you wouldn't take spousal because that benefit would be reduced, mm -hmm. uh, even though it's technically available. But but there's a problem there, and the Social Security does not. Uh, give good advice on that point, and and it's in their train. It's it's really a function of, of the training. And the inspector general has written about it. If you look at the six month reports, you'll see that the inspector general continues to complain. But so the social security people, for reasons that I do not understand, know why they uh, don't want to uh, change the the training on on that. So we had to we had to make. Um, she hadn't claimed so that, uh, when she when she came in, so that that was good. So we, we could we could make a decision on what was in her best uh, interest. And of course, uh, uh, when you have a pension, that automatically makes your Social Security taxable, irrespective of the amount. Well, I mean that's an important point uh, because they're 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 really they can answer the, your questions as best they can as far as any advice or anything like that. You you really need someone like Fred and someone who is a fiduciary to help you break all this down and what's best for you. And Fred is available to do that. Whether you're listening, no matter where you're listening to the podcast, that can be set up virtually too. a consultation with a simple phone call to 800-593-8188. And any reports that he has available that he'd be happy to share with you, just ask about that when you call 800-593-8188. And by the way, the website is moneymattersusa.net. That's the name of the firm. That's the name of the podcast. That's the name of the video series. And we're going to continue with Jane. I like this. He's kind of breaking it down as he does for clients. And what's in Jane's best interest now? Because becoming a widow or getting divorced in retirement is a major life change. So we'll continue with the conversation on Money Matters USA. ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge you can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over 999 dollars contact fred sade at money matters usa 800-593-8188 800-593-8188 
Hey, welcome back. It's Money Matters USA. That's the name of this podcast and the fiduciary firm headed up by Fred Sade. Fred Sade holds a PhD in economics from Duke University. He also contributes to many financial publications and websites. He offers up uh, information on this podcast uh, every week. A new one goes up on Friday as well as a new and separately uh, produced and recorded video series of the same name, Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Um, We're talking, as we always do, of course, retirement strategies, but Fred's topic this week is the major life change of either getting divorced or losing a spouse in retirement. And actually, uh, a fictitious name of a real case study, Jane. And just to run down where we left off with Jane, she's 67. She retired a year ago. She was a paralegal. Her husband was a successful business executive. Now, here's where where Fred left it. She, She gets one more time to file on a joint return. She, um, she will have a two, she has $2 million total in assets, non-qualified fixed expenses are 50. Last year, she withdrew 40,000 from her portfolio and her spouse withdrew 20,000 more guaranteed income. When she, when she came to Fred was social security at 20 a year and a survivor's pension benefit of 50 a year. Now, Fred, that's where we leave it off. And two, one thing before we go, we're going to look at what her goals are. First off, her challenges and what are your goals in working with Jane? But keep in mind too, when you lose a spouse, I know you, you're aware of this. I mean, it's, it's, it's not rocket science that you don't, your expenses don't get cut in half. No, not at all. <laughs> they, they don't, they don't sell packages of half hamburgers. No, they at don't. The, at the Too bad they don't, but they really don't. Well, so what, what are, if you don't mind, if you could run down, what, what are the challenges that Jane currently faces and what are your goals for Jane? Obviously tax goals and income goals. Well, just go back for a second at at the super at the supermarket. I mean, pa- packages are really so for families, yeah, or for or for couples, yeah. You know, so you're you're whatever you buy, you're going to wind up have to either cook it all and you freeze it, or you defrost or you cook something, you defrost you freeze it and then you defrost it la- later on. Yeah, I mean, so you, so you take so. You know, there's one person taking a shower each day or, or a bath, whatever your pleasure is. So maybe you don't need as much shampoo as much. So, but these aren't major, you know, reductions. Uh, so, I mean, this this idea that uh, you only need, uh, you know, you need uh, 70 or 80 percent. You don't know what it, it, that that really is uh, just you're just picking numbers, right. you know, out of the air. You really have to. Uh, do do your budget and live with it and see if it it, it really works. So uh, here here were here were my goals. Uh, number one, and she agreed with this. Uh, she doesn't want the portfolio to be exhausted. So we need we need a strategy to make that work. Second of all, we have to manage her tax situation, and that's going to be challenging. And third, she wants to leave a legacy for her son, her only child, and, and for her granddaughters. Okay. Now, here are the challenges. Number one is longevity. Jane's in excellent health, and there's outstanding longevity in her family. They go well into the 90s. So she's going to need income. Now, she wants $90,000 a year 
so that that's the point. This is not a reduction of income. It's actually an increase in income. She wants that 90000 to be adjusted for inflation for however many years she lives into the future. Now, we've agreed on, on 30 years. Why 30 years? Well, she has a 35% chance because she's in excellent health of living to age 94. So the stretch to 95 or 6 is not that great from a planning perspective. Mm-hmm. So on the question of the stock market volatility, the, her original idea was to leave the portfolios uh, to uh, her son, and uh, the idea was that he would get capital gain treatment, step up in basis under current law. But now she's not so sure about that. Uh, she's a little wary, more wary about the market, say, than her husband was. And she's concerned about what impact that would have on her legacy plan. And the final issue that in terms of her challenges are tax positioning. So how will the change in her tax status, her filing status, how's that going to impact her taxes? How will that impact the rest of her plans? And, and what are the uh, alternatives that we can develop uh, for her? And then we have to test that and see if, if those uh, uh, will be acceptable uh, to her and modify them as, as might be uh, necessary. All right. So, all right. And I know, and yeah, but the, these aren't really lofty goals. They're, they're right in line with what you do, aren't they? Yeah. To help her out. Oh yeah. They, they, look, uh, you know, the, the, these are very, these are very basic. I mean, these are kitchen table, basic uh, things. I mean, she, she's got extended longevity that has to be addressed and she needs the income. She, like like many people, she is uh, concerned about about risk, and she's right to be concerned. Um, the uh, stockbroker uh, advisor, uh, I, I should call him an advisor. That's what he was. Um, you know, he he used the Standard and Poor's uh, as the benchmark, uh, and. That's okay, you know, in your 30s, 40s, 50s, but when you're retired, the S&P is, is highly volatile. That's the way it is. It moves wave-like, and, um, and it's not necessarily the bench, best benchmark to use for a retiree. So we have to, we've discussed uh, uh, benchmarking, and we've also discussed uh, withdrawal strategies. Those are uh, those are per- perfectly easy to to comprehend, and and again, I, I have the uh, graphics to be able to show the the difference, and and, and what the and of course what that impact is 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 uh, is is going to be. But these are basic yeah. basic issues that that people have. Hey, I've accumulated money. We've accumulated it jointly. I've also accumulated. I need money to live on, and I want to keep the money in the family. That's as basic as it gets. Very basic, and and you're helping her get there, and yeah. and to have a good lifestyle in retirement. Yes. And uh, she's 67. She's got a long ways to go with. Good yeah, genes, it sounds like. And, yeah, and good that's, health. that's right. And she also wants to do a lot of the things that, that she didn't get a chance to do before. She wants to travel. She has some hobbies that, that she wants to develop. 
Um, she's, I've explained to her that what, what a spending shock is, and, and that has to be you know, addressed. We've built it into the plan. We've talked about that in, in, in a different context on, in a, on, a, on our video cast, uh, but that still is uh, an important uh, consideration because it's hard to – you know they're going to occur. You just don't know when and in what order. And yeah. she wants to be able to make gifts. Uh, you know, to to her to her uh, son, to her daughter-in-law, and, and to her, <clears throat> excuse me, her granddaughters, and she may, and she has uh, some plans, uh, hopefully, for travel this summer, and one um, uh, the um, in the way it's going to work is uh, both granddaughters are going to go to camp for half the summer, and then uh, they're going to go on an extended uh, trip with with grandma. Uh, for about three weeks, so they're all, they're all very excited and, and looking and looking forward uh, to it. Uh, I think the only concern was her son was to be able to, to 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 stand these kids for three weeks. She said, "Yeah." She said, "No, uh, no problem. After three weeks, I'm sending them back to you." <laughs> okay. Hey, there you go. There you go. The, yeah. the beauty of that, right? <laughs> you know, well, we've that's, only uh, that's what's being a grandparent is. Well, that's is, right. Is that's all about. The perks you, of you it. get to enjoy them, get to spoil them, you and send you get them to go back. home. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's just the circle of life, and I love it. I love it. A lot of perks to being a, a grandparent. What um, yeah. in in the remaining couple of minutes we have? A yeah. Great job on looking at um, a huge change of life in retirement, and that's losing a spouse. But, you know, people do get divorced in retirement. Can you just kind of touch on that a little bit? Yeah. Um, first of all, you have to have uh, some way of dividing up the assets. And um, assuming that uh, a, the spouse is not hiding, you know, assets, uh, you're probably going to have a forensic accountant uh, in there to figure out the the assets, figure out the split. You're going to negotiate over who gets what, and 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 so on. So that's the first issue. You have to negotiate out the the assets. You have to find the assets if the spouse is hiding them. Um, then you have a second issue, which is co-parenting, and this issue is very very complicated because you have to divide up how you're going to share time, the time uh, with the kids, uh, if the grandparents were helping out, but if it was the other spouse's grandparents, maybe they're willing to help out and maybe the support is gone. They may be willing to uh, to to help out because they may still want, they're probably going to want the relationship to continue with their, you know, with their grandkids. So, but that's not always the case. Now, if you're working from home, then you've got to be concerned about that, and you have to address the need for schooling. And how, you know, even if the kids are, are going, you know, three or four days a week, you still have to be involved in, in their education. Holidays, vacations—that's a big issue because when you have children, no divorce is ever final. You're never out of each other's life completely because you are going to see each other during holidays. You're going to have to work out the vacations, family events, weddings, um, you know, other milestones, death, uh, funerals, and, and so on. So th th you don't have any kind of uh, uh, clean break. Now, I have a graphic 
uh, it's a very simple graphic and you can fill in the blanks and uh, I can provide that to anyone who wants who wants it but it, it's a very good play to, to just get to some ballpark uh, idea you know of, of what you're of what you're looking at it does not replace the work of an attorney obviously or a forensic accountant but but it does get you you know, into the uh, income and income side uh, of it. So at least at least you have a very good idea of what you need. Well, I know this, and, and that's great, too. And now, listen, anything, and I mentioned earlier, any reports you're interested in that Fred can make available to you, when you call in, just ask for that. And you can call in. You can set up a consultation with Fred, 800-593-8188. Again, 800-593-8188. And as a, uh, with this fiduciary partner in your retirement, when changes happen in your life, just as there are, and we cover this too, changes out of Washington, you know, legislative changes. Fred is yeah. there to make the necessary adjustments to your strategies. Fred, excellent job covering this. You gave us a little glimpse of, you. of your work, you know, that you do with clients and not only your work, but in a, in a custom sense. Uh, so uh, great job and always Thank enjoy you. the conversation. Look, Same here. Look for uh, Money Matters USA. I know um, I mentioned on social media the, the video that we do, That's and that's a new one every week on that as well, separately produced, separate topics. Uh, I know that's on your social media, uh, such as Facebook. Fred Sade, by the way, is uh, Fred, S-A-I-D-E. Uh, you can also find his YouTube channel. And just keep it here because Fred's going to keep you up on what's happening And that's here on this podcast, Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.